Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 23rd episode of the 42 Podcast. And as always, to the left of my screen, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Jacob? You know, pretty good. Had a good holiday weekend. It was the 4th of July here yeah. in the United States for our non-American listeners. I know there's a couple of y'all. Yeah, happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Did you did you have a good time? Did you see the fireworks? Uh, yeah, I got one of the family members actually um, as part of the production in Tomball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. We so, where I was sitting, and then the little rope that says you can't go any farther. So it was literally as close as you could get without putting a helmet on, like you know, like a fire suit, and going out there and shooting them. It was maybe. 200 yards, 250 yards away from the thing. I could feel the concussion of them launching. I was like, oh, shit. And then they're in the air, like, exploding over you, like the big 10 inches. The sparks actually felt like they were coming over us. I was like, this is awesome. Nice. So, nice. yeah. Yeah, we just watched the people in the neighborhood shoot off fireworks. They love their fireworks here, man. Like, you, did you get that? Did I text you the picture from, like, being able to buy them in Walmart? Yeah, like at a gas station or whatever. It's like, hey, yeah. have some cigarettes and a Roman candle. No beer, okay. though. No beer. But, yeah, no so, beer. but it was also one of those things where we got started a bit early. And after about three, I don't think either of us were good enough to drive. Like, we didn't get overly <laughs> sloppy, but we were just, we, we, we got to that nice point and just held it for about five hours. Yeah, just got, you know, just like, man, I feel pretty good. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, we just watched too. TV and played yeah. Dota. And, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I love playing video games slightly drunk because you can't tell that you're bad. You're worse at the game. It's just like you just are a little worse, and you're like, "Oh, this is hard." <laughs> That's why, we, especially when I've been drinking and play, and if I'm playing Dota, uh, I always go with a character that doesn't require as much precision. <laughs> you know, not as many active abilities. Just blank them. <laughs> just blank it. You're like, I'll just. I'll, I picked the carpet bomber guy. The guy <laughs> so that pretty just, much, yeah. yeah. Or sniper or something. <laughs> yeah, the flat cannon dude. <laughs> but, you know, we want to give a good shout-out to the, the Women's World Cup champion, you know, team. They won. They beat Japan yesterday 5-2. to two. How much do you care about FIFA now that they've the scandal happened? Well, I really don't care about FIFA, but I care about the, the, you know, the U.S. doing well. Is there any integrity in the actual games? I think in the games, like the FIFA games, are I think are mostly on the up and up, but definitely the site selection isn't. And those, okay, so maybe that's just where the corruption lied. What was this? What was the? Uh, what's the advantage of having a um, like the World Cup at your place? Re- like, wouldn't revenue? it cost more? It is starting to. Um, then it generates. It's why a lot of places are starting to say no to the Olympics, you know. Yeah. And if you want it for really, um, so you know, uh, industrialized countries like the U.S., it would be a boom to the economy because what, we are the, the Olympics or or uh, the World Cup or the World Cup because we already have all the facilities. I mean, you could easily have the Summer Olympics in Dallas and not build a new facility. Or if you did, you build it, you do like what London did, and they built the new, the new arena, and that's where Manchester United plays now. When the Olympics were in 
Atlanta. They built the new baseball stadium where the Braves still play. So if you do stuff like that, it makes sense. But, you know, what Brazil has done, you know, they have these huge 80,000-person stadiums that no one's using. Oh, or the same with Russia, like uh, whatever that thing was, you know, two years ago. You know, they're, they're, no one's using that stuff anymore. That's true. Yeah, that completely, that almost bankrupts Russia. Or so they say, who knows, it seems like they got tons of money, though. Well, they're just but that brand. was definitely a financial. <laughs> that would be kind of cool to have that ability, right? <laughs> you're like, hey, how much money do you need? And you're like, I don't know, like a couple hundred grand. You're like, all right, hey man, go down, run down to the printing presses, get us a couple <laughs> sheets of cash. We're going out tonight, you know. Yeah, and that's that's what's making the whole Greece thing interesting because most company companies countries when they get into the financial trouble that they're in, they just print enough money to pay off all their debts. But they can't because they're with Ooh, the euro. Yeah. The euro, the uh, what is that called? It's the, the Euro- union, the European, European Union. union. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it will probably destroy the EU. The EU will cease to exist, or for all intents and purposes, cease to exist by the end of this year. I would suspect. You don't think they'll just kick Greece out? They can't. Blame some type of you know lack of financial. I don't know responsibility on them or something maybe and you know for a lot of countries it would be good if they were to leave the euro and not you know germany would do well well germany would do well but a lot of countries the problem is having one currency over so many nations is the economic uh situation is different for each country so the monetary policy can't flex Mm -hmm. uh, for those individual countries and since Germany runs the EU for all intents and purposes, it just flexes around what Germany likes. And what Germany needs right. is not necessarily what Austria needs or Spain needs or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense why they would be having issues. So, yeah, it's, it's bad. I wonder what the advantage of, I wonder how they got talked into it. Like, what was the advantages of doing it? Well, the, well one of the ideas is free trade. You know, it's a easy to, you can travel as e- easily Never have to change right. currencies, uh, trade between countries because they are so close to each other. And people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand just how small Europe really is. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, Texas is the size of most of Europe. You know, it's a right. little. Yeah, it. And so, you know, when borders are that close, having open borders, open currency is fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, it causes issues, uh, like I said, with economic policies because you know. You can have con- countries on either side of the continent that have completely different economies. You know, one can be agrarian and one can be more uh, commercial, you know, water-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, it, it, like I said, it does, doesn't allow the flexibility. And But for some countries, it, it seemed like a good idea because it would give them a stable currency. They, they, you know, some of the smaller countries that didn't have great financials that were still ravaged after the world wars, you know, they, right. they were able to have a strong centralized currency that everyone would react to. And it, it made them mm-hmm. easier to sell their goods internationally because of the euro. It seems Could, like a great idea, but it, I, I it just doesn't work well. Cause you I mean, could you imagine, well, hmm. I mean, it's. It works in the U.S., but there's less autonomy between the nations. States. Yes, states. Nation states. <laughs> Whoa, easy. 
Hey, did you see the thing about Texas and their gold? What about our gold? I'm a Texan. What's okay, up? Texas, Texas owns, in physical gold, about $650 million worth. Not a small amount. They are pulling it all inside their borders. Some of it's at Fort Knox. Some of it's a, they're, they're collecting it all and bringing it inside the state of Texas. Interesting. Which is a very interesting. Are, yeah, conspiracy uh, theories run rampant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Secession. You know, it's coming. What's the Illuminati doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got an interesting question. You could correct me because you'll know more than I do. Okay. Couldn't you have the European Union currency, right, that Uh allowed you to travel and, you know, do commerce between businesses across borders and all of that, right? But all of the individuals got paid in their home currency. And they had to had they had to have an exchange rate. Well, then there's some. Of, well, I mean, you can do that, but it's not worth the effort, really. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I mean, a we, lot of people do that with dollars. I mean, that's one reason the dollar, even though our economy is as screwed up as it is, is one reason the dollar does well is because so many people accept it. Everywhere I've gone, dollars have always run. They will like always pay. Always they, take a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Mexico and Canada, like, yeah, dollars were good. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll take a dollar. Yeah, you don't have to exchange it. It's fine. Yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, you'll pay a little bit extra, but, yeah, I mean, I, they, they took dollars without a problem in Costa Rica. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one reason why our economy, our, our currency is as stable as it is. I think the dollar seemed more valuable to them in uh, Honduras than their money did. Oh, absolutely. Because like, stronger. if I had the same value of you know, it's like a dollar and a dollar, they would much rather have the American dollar than their dollar. Oh, absolutely. Because dollars tend to have more purchasing power across nations, and you know, because you know, currencies flux between every other currency. Right. And mm-hmm. there tends to be what is called um, like purchasing power parity. So the it'll it'll equivalency. So if you were to rotate a, a dollar say to buy as much as you can of a british pound to a euro to you know peso back to a, a dollar or whatever yeah. it would still be worth a dollar but that's not always the case so and it doesn't happen as much now because we have computerized systems that pick up on these things that, yeah <laughs> well it's the traders can react to it so fast only a few people uh-huh. get to use it but uh, it's, they're called exactly. arbitrage opportunities because it will it'll happen to where if you do sort of the three-leg uh currency movement you can make money you can make money and there are times where you can make money. a lot of money well yeah depending on how much capital you have make a right. dollar each time you make a circle and you just make a million circles that's a million bucks you know mm-hmm Pay the taxes. Everybody gets their cut. Nobody, you know, everybody, all the palms get greased. We're good, boys. <laughs> yeah, current, like, currency is weird because unlike stocks, with, which swing 10, 15% at a time sometimes, like a big movement in currency is 2%. Like if, if, if like the dollar were to drop 2% in a day, it's a, it's a big deal. Like it's yes. so stable because there's so much of it and it's traded so much. And, you know, I don't even want to know how many dollars are out in the world yeah oh that's an interesting number i wonder what that is let's see well, let's ask you what do you th- well, let's let's guess before you look it up uh 
I'm talking circulation, not right. Uh, actual physical cash. If we collected it all into a building, I'm how go many? With like a half a trillion, like five hundred B. I was gonna say two trillion. One point two. We were in the middle. Huh. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What is oh, it? No. The the average lifespan of a dollar bill is like eight months, I think. Oh, is that true? Yeah, it'll circulate all the way through and it'll be destroyed at the Federal Reserve. Wow. Well, as fun as economic talk is to all these people that are <laughs> listening to us, I've got something a little more uh, fun to watch. You want to watch this video I just sent you? Sure, hold on. People are here. Now, I want to preface this with the idea that you can just, if you've got the cash, you can walk in, hand them the cash, they'll hand you the keys. And you can walk out and get in this car and drive it off, right? Like there are like there are no rules that say you can't own this car. You don't have to prove you have the ability to own this car. None of that. You at zero? Mm-hmm. All right, ready? All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So tell us about this car. It's a Mustang GT 350R. And. Uh, if anybody's watching the video, the guy can barely keep it on the road. And he's a professional Ford driver. So this is their hired gun that's been driving this car for a while to get used to it. <laughs> it sounds like the devil made the motor. It's the most evil sounding car. It's unbelievable. It's the uh, it's a 2015, or I think it's a 2016 Mustang. That thing was fishtailing for the first half a mile. <laughs> Look at him, he's still he's still sawing. The um he's at the celebration of speed in Europe somewhere, I think. And it's just one fast car after fast car after fast car. That car in front of him, which he almost catches before the finish line, uh-huh. Was a uh, an RS two hundred rally car from Ford. It's like a million dollar car. <laughs> Look at him, professional driver like crazy. <laughs> oh. Do you believe you can just go buy that? Yeah, I don't the know. The so crazy, dude. Drink. Everybody drink. drink. <laughs> I don't know why, like, you, you know, if, if I got super rich, I would obviously buy a very fast car. But for the most yes. part, I don't know why. Like, to be honest, I wouldn't want to drive a Ferrari every day. You know, I would definitely want to drive yeah, something more like one, a nice... There are, those, there are those days where you just need to feel that rumble and that oh, and that shift in the sideways and you're like, oh, I just got to get it out of your system. Yeah, when you get super rich, we'll buy some land in the hill country and pave it and just have like a two-mile track. I'm in. <laughs> we, don't even have to, we don't even have to do like a two-mile track. We do like a quarter-mile track in the hills and we'll just buy those uh, go-karts with uh, Hibusa motors on them. <laughs> They're like little F1 cars. If y'all haven't oh, yeah. seen the videos of people driving the uh, shifter carts is what they're called. There's one where a guy unloads his shifter cart and he's got the an R1000 motor from a Yamaha on it. Mm -hmm. And it's got like a full F1 telemetry steering wheel and he's got LED uh, lights in the front. Unloads it in a parking garage in, the, in a city, right? Starts it up and he's got GoPros and, you know, they do all the checks. He drives it down the, the parking ramp. Checks both ways, you know, you can see him with his GoPro, he checks, there's no cars, and he just pulls out into the street, and then he just goes on this, like, five-mile 
150 mile an hour it feels like just goes he's driving onto the freeways and he's passing people on the shoulders on the on-ramps and he's like not just passing one but like four at a time and then he'll just cut over like a super bike across like four lanes and he's and cars are just flying by and he's just like on this little bitty go-kart it's all shaking and he's taking exit ramps at like 100 it's like holy shit he passes the cop and the cop doesn't even pull out like does he's like okay whatever you can Whatever you're I, doing is on your own, big. You, you're probably gonna die, but <laughs> it's a great video. It's like a five-minute video, and he pulls back into the parking garage, and his friends are like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah." They're like little F1 cars. That's what we need, dude. Or those. Uh, what is that car? They had it on Top Gear that was so insane. It was that kit car you build it yourself in your garage for like oh, twenty grand. Didn't see that one? Ah. Uh, it looks like a little F1 car. It's insane. Oh, I can. St- Golly, I'm so close to thinking of it. Ah, whatever. Never mind. Yeah, if you had the money, though, what would be your dream car? Like, if you're going to buy a fast car, what do you get? Or if you just could buy any car? I, I mean, gotta, I mean, assuming you had your Mercedes or Beamer in the, you know, your yeah, M5 I mean, that you just drove. Uh, yeah. Your fun car. What are you thinking? That bored out uh, Bugatti Veyron that was like 1,200 horsepower. Oh, the Bugatti uh-huh. VSS? The carbon uh-huh. fiber wrapped one? It's, uh-huh. yeah, it's super slick. Oh, yeah. It's like $3 I million. Think my, I think my fast weekend car... Man, I'm a huge fan of that Audi R8. That's a sexy car. Get the V10, supercharge it, lower it, you know. Mm. Yeah, so anyway, we need yeah. you all to sign up for Patreon and uh, send us some <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, we actually need to get that cars. Patreon up and running. <laughs> Oh, but so how's I mean, the uh, Super Nerd Sixer doing? Oh, it's good. Uh, did you catch this week's or last week's? Yes. Yes. What'd you think? I'm trying to remember. There was one song in particular that I thought was really fun. Uh, let me what look. Was it? It, was, it was about adventure. What was it about? Uh, let's see here. Like the third or fourth song, maybe the fifth. I can't remember exactly. I'm, I listen to it and then it just ends, and I'm like, oh. Damn, it's Did like I forget I'm not listening to like Pandora or something. Can you start repeating it? Like repeating the songs at the end, would that help? I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Because we had uh, the Telltale Heart from MCLRs, mm-hmm. then Singing Emo, then Just Decide, and No One Likes Superman Anymore by I Fight Dragons, and Nerd Girl and Emo Party by MC Chris. I think it was the, I think it was the Dragon song. I don't remember though, I'd have to listen again. Which is no big deal. It's only twenty minutes, and yeah, really good. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I wish it. I could set up my phone because I have it set up where if I listen to an iPod, I mean a, a podcast, all uh-huh. the way through, right? So the whole thing, right? It deletes it off the hard drive, and that it makes... deletes yours. And I'm like, damn it, I don't want that one deleted. This is the one that I don't want to delete. I want to listen to it through. I'll just, uh, I'll just start tossing it up on the OneDrive or something. You can just listen to it through there, or I can just email you the file, and you can stick it on your phone. I'm just saying for everybody listening to this, they really need to get in on that if they haven't listened yeah, to this. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, if the metrics are right, we got like 60 listeners on it. So, Hell yeah, it's good. It's worth it. And if you want to find it, you know, you can just subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and you'll get it. And this podcast and any of our future podcasts, which are coming eventually. Eventually. We do I have, have a friend lives. that I might end up doing a junk <laughs> podcast with. Nice. Yeah, those are always fun. Those are fun when you can keep your head together. <laughs> Dude, speaking of getting drunk, 
I can't say any names, and I can't even actually admit that I was there. But I happened. I might have been at a party Thursday night where everyone got wasted. I'm talking like 18 year old drunk, dude. So we normally throw like this card, like Cards Against Humanity. Um, maybe play some. Uh, what's that fighting game on Nintendo? That's Pretty, right, like Super Smash Bros. Yeah, it's pretty you know, multiplayer friendly. We, you know, Super Smash Brothers. Maybe some Mario Party. Well, since this weekend was Fourth uh, of July, and most people got Friday off, considering the holiday was actually on a Saturday, so most people got maybe Friday, maybe Friday and Monday. That's how it kind of works here. We take Fourth of July pretty seriously. So anyway, um, we decided that we were gonna drink. We were gonna like do drinking games. Well, we just ended up drinking. We never really got around to the drinking games. We just drank. I'd say there was probably 20 people there and probably 10 bottles, like 750 milliliter bottles. Gone. I woke up in the morning. I passed out at one point. I don't, I'm not really exactly sure what happened. At some point I passed out, and then I woke up in the morning all like, what happened? And there's just empty bottles. Not a single thing has liquor in it. Like, they, we had a giant fucking like novelty-sized sake bottle. Gone. The whole fucking <laughs> thing's gone. Everything was gone. All the beers are gone. There's just people laid out like a 60s like orgy just just passed out. You know, it's like, what happened? Like, They've only got half their clothes on and the other half's not even there. It's like, what happened here? It's like, we don't know. Nobody can remember. It was a crazy party. I haven't gone that hard in a long time. But yeah, I, I, do, do that. I do have a suggestion for you. Okay. Uh, if you want a really good game to play at parties... You yes. need to get Super Fight. Super Fight? Yes, it's a card game where what happens is, I mean, you, the rules are really flexible, but this is how we play it. Okay. So um, there's two decks. There's a, a creature deck and an ability deck. Okay. And so you draw, you draw one, one creature in one or two abilities. So, it, so, so two people will do that. And that is your fight. And you have to convince everyone else at the table why your monster would win. <laughs> and, and they have all these packs. Like, they, they have the R-rated deck. Like, here, I'm looking at one right now. So, the creature is the ghost of Osama bin Laden. In his ability, he can only attack opponent's genital, genitals. Versus, you got another one? Or here, I'll, this is from the nerd deck. Or... Pick a princess. Power level is over nine thousand. <laughs> so what you do is you buy all the decks and just right. mix them all together. Right. So yeah, they they have. We picked that up at Comic Con last year. What I've what I've heard is really fun is they have a G rated deck, and I've heard that mixing that with the R rated deck is really funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so me and my brother recently we're nerds. We're just kind of two idiots and we've always play fought right but now that he's like 21 and i'm like 30 it's like it's kind of hard to play a fight because it turns in not like a real fight but like you can hurt some egos egos get involved and people get bruises <laughs> not like in fight fights but you know it's like you didn't have to actually pull on my neck that hard it's like yeah i know but i didn't want to lose and you were pushing you know whatever right so what we've started doing is imagination fighting okay. right 
but it's a lot like casting spells, like in the Dresden universe. It's like, so I, I pull the water up and I sling it at you. And he's like, well, I just pull the rocks up and block it, and then I shoot one at you. And it's like, all right, well, I just pull the wind and I jump side to the, you know, to the side. And it's like, it's like you know, fighting like avatars or with like X Men power or different superpowers. So you know, like, like the first to person to miss is like, is the first person to stutter is the one that loses. Is that how it it's works? not like stutters. It's just like uh, it's uh, kind of uh, like uh, a uh, game uh. of chess of imagination. It's like you know, we're trying to like go back and forth, back and forth, and it's just like whoever gets overwhelmed. It's like you were using that before. You can't do that again. You know, it's like you're running out of. You know, it's you've just run for, out of spells, asshole. It's for brothers to like. <laughs> no, oh, I got you first. You know, like that kind of. It's just fun. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it breaks down into like Avatar from like the Disney Channel, <laughs> mostly. And I'm a hundred feet in the air. I like Avatar. The I, Last Airbender. I haven't really watched it. My wife loves it. Fucking amazing show. Great story, really good comedy, and the action is epic. You just have to give up a little bit of, you just have to give a little, you know? The the battles aren't to scale. It's like this is the Fire Nation going against the Earth Nation, and there's only 20 people on each side. That doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? Like, there should be like a couple hundred thousand people fighting. You gotta suspend belief for most of those shows. You really do. Yeah, but this one, I know. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's just one of the only parts that's, like, glaring. The rest of it's easy. Mm. It's really fun. I, if you ever get a chance, man, try it out. It's really fun. And it's one of those things that doesn't take but, like, two or three episodes to get you hooked enough to keep watching. And then by the first season, you really want to know what happens. Great bad guys. <sighs> oh, sorry Bless you. That. Thank you. Yeah, no Hopefully worries. that won't be too loud. I was trying to shield the microphone there. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> Oh man, so want to bring this up a little bit. Since we do a joke about having a, a Patreon, that's gonna happen. And yeah. soon that'll include novels and graphic novels and original artwork. Oh, that's true. Is that a teaser? Dun, 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 dun. It's a little bit of a teaser. Alright, we'll leave it there. Hopefully then. in the next I'm hoping to have the first thing up on Amazon in like a month. <laughs> exciting yeah i get to learn about how to like put books on amazon and itunes and google <laughs> barnes and noble basically if and we don't have a patreon but just think if you were part of it you would know what we were talking about that's right and soon it will be i'll i'll sit down and do it like i'm starting to create the list of like okay okay when i have two hours on saturday do this check <laughs> and then do this check so but, yeah, the best way I was ever the best way I was ever told to like get something done is to just touch it every day. It's just like even if it's just like I mailed that one letter, I did at least a thing a day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wrote two words down that mattered that pertain, you know, like I you don't want to cut it that small, but you know what I mean, but at least something so it stays in your mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's a thing. It's coming. We we would really like to quit our jobs, so please give us money. <laughs> really like to quit our jobs. <laughs> Unless our bosses are listening, then we really love it and we'd like a raise. <laughs> oh, we definitely want to raise. That is a I do get my bonus next week though, so that's a thing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> After taxes it's gonna be like a thousand dollars. But hey, it's a thousand dollars I didn't have, so <laughs> probably buy that a new awesome. gra- probably, probably buy the new graphics card my wife has been bugging me for. Oh yeah, what are we getting? I was gonna. I'm gonna um, get the same one that I have in there, so I can run them in tandem. Ah, oh, the GTX 980 
uh, Ti came out though. Oh yeah, a graphics card so badass it comes with its own water cooling. That thing is so sick. It's like a Titan for only seven hundred dollars. Yeah, they're saying they can run four four Ks at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if I had seven hundred bucks, I'd buy it tomorrow. Just say you got a thousand. Hey, I got a, we need to, like, I got bills and shit to pay off, man. I hear you. I hear <laughs> got you. medical bills and all, you know, man, how it goes. Being grown up sucks. It does. It really does. But you get to drink and have sex and occasionally do something fun, so. Mm. Wait, the sex and the, the drinking <laughs> wasn't fun? He's like, no, that just makes it bearable. <laughs> That's the stuff the that gets you to the fun. <laughs> there days. Was it? Yeah, you ever had those days where you're like, I just need a pussy for like an hour. Like, I don't even care whose it is. Yeah. I just need something. <laughs> it was last Thursday. <laughs> like, there's been this job that I've been in the running for. And something weird happened, so... So I talked to the recruiter, and she's like, hey, HR wants you to apply, so you're in the system. So I go through the hassle of applying online to this company, and if anyone's ever applied online to a company, you know it's a pain in the ass for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so I get it all done, and this is, you know, I've been actually pretty excited about this job, because it sounds like fun, you know, et cetera, et cetera, it pays well. Uh, And like two hours later, I get a rejection notice from the company. And so I emailed him. She's like, no, it's just a mistake. It was a mistake, but it's still, it's like, it took it out of me. And plus there's been some other stuff going on. It's like, you know, sweetheart, I know we're supposed to go home and work out, but we're going to the bar. That's what, that's <laughs> what I just need a couple of drinks. <laughs> I've had those where you just come home and you're like, where's the whiskey at? Where do we keep the whiskey? Oh Yeah. And then you just start pouring shots. It's just like, ah, I think I'll start with three. <laughs> and then I'll go take a shower. See where I feel after that. Or when, or when you, you have one beer and you get up to go get your next one and realize you've drank the entire sixer in like an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. That makes you feel really bad. At least with, you know, with whiskey or you know, shots, you really don't notice the the level going down as much but when you clear out a sixer you know you've done some work especially when you've done it in no time flat and didn't even realize it you killed a bottle of wine in half an hour (laughs) you go to pour the next glass and you're like damn it yeah Uh, yeah. you're more disappointed that you don't have more than you are that you finished it that's that's why you always got to have a backup that's That's right you need something strong to back you up just in case so like ah oh, crap i'm out of wine well i guess there's the vodka yeah vodka's really good with um uh coke vodka cokes i didn't know that never heard of it it's really good like vodka apparently doesn't have any taste <laughs> so you can just add it to coke and it just makes coke a little you know sharper but it's not bad cool cool yeah, my, my wife digs the vodka cranberries. Uh, I can't do cranberries. They're whatever that that it's almost like a dryness, right? Like yeah. there's a lack of there's like a lack of moisture after you drink a 
a cranberry. It's like, this is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, by, by Sunday, because my wife had a massage, so the deal is she gets the massage, I get to go to the bar. So she dropped me off, and by Very Sunday, good. I was kind of over uh, beer. You know, I'd had my fill. I'd been off since Thursday afternoon, because I got to leave work at like 2.45 Thursday, so we, you know, good times. And I was just like, you know what? And I told the bartender, and I was like, hey, just make me something sweet and boozy. She's like, you know you're going to look like a girl, right? Like, I don't care. Just give me something tasty and fruity and boozy. <laughs> Let me go to town. And she What'd made you this, end up with? She made this cucumber. Uh, it was like cucumber citrus thing. So it was like, so you get sort of that really nice fresh flavor of like cucumber water with like some citrusy flavors. It was really yummy. <laughs> it was actually really yummy. <laughs> I mean, don't. Did it get the Did it get the job done? Oh yeah, it was pretty strong. <laughs> it wasn't lit's job, but it was pretty strong. It's sad in, in my days of, of drinking, I've sort of become an lit connoisseur. I know like where the best ones are around Pittsburgh. I knew where the best ones are in Tulsa and Stillwater. What is that? Long Island. Oh, I see. Well, have you ever Have you ever had a um, a Georgia peach? No. Okay, so it's it's a Long Island, but instead mm-hmm. of the sweet and sour, it's uh, peach schnapps. Oh. Oh, it's good. It's dangerous. Have you ever had an Italian margarita? No, what's that? It's a margarita, uh-huh. but instead of the rim of the glass being salt, like lime salt, uh-huh. replace that with orange sugar. Ooh. That's, okay. That sounds yummy. Okay. And then instead of the shot of tequila, you know how like you normally make a you know a uh-huh. margarita. You use tequila to make a margarita. You still do that, right? Like, right. Just make a normal margarita, but instead of adding that extra shot that some people put in there, uh, amaretto. Huh. Just, With the orange yeah, and the margarita uh-huh. and the salt and the sugar instead of the salt. To fucking die for. <laughs> up, to fucking die for. Up here, one of the things they do during the fall when, you know, there's all the pumpkin beer. Pumpkin everything, but pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer? Oh, yeah, it's a big thing now. Okay, well, is what it they decent? Do, um, it's good. You can definitely have some good ones. I'm not a big fan of sweet beer. I don't mind sweet booze, but sweet beer is just not my thing. But what they do here, or I've never seen anywhere else, is for the pumpkin beer, they give you a uh, cinnamon sugar rim. So you sort of makes this sort of pumpkin pie It's really good. Yeah. What did you do that one time where you bought something and then poured cinnamon schnapps in it? Oh, uh, chai latte from Starbucks. Yeah. That means... It's actually pretty decent. <laughs> you just get like... Uh, you get it, make it extra strong. You can't even taste the liquor. You just get a little cinnamon. Yeah. So... Hmm. Yeah, we're giving all our secrets away. <laughs> Hey man, drinking's meant to be shared. You can get that um, Italian margarita at Olive Gardens. Oh, yeah, I haven't been in Olive Garden in a long time. Yeah, they're still not that great. But if you get a gift card, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, the the bar we went to in Stillwater when we were going there a lot is I would order a Long Island, so he would make it all the way up, and he'd go click click for the. Uh, Sweet and sour and Coke. That's all it right. was. Click, click. It was 90% booze. 
<laughs> and you remember the one we got in uh, Dallas? Oh god, oh, I was so hungover that next day. <laughs> Dude, we drank like two of them, and the world was just kind of slightly fuzzy. Oh no, we like, drank man. way more than two, dude. I, I meant at the beginning. I meant in the beginning, like when we first had like the first two. I'm not talking about like at <laughs> three o'clock six. that night. When did we stop drinking? At like one forty-five? I don't like, know. I think we almost made last call. No, I think we did make last call because I re- I remember. Okay, so this was at the Gaylord Texan, which is if anyone knows anything about the Gaylord hotels, it's all about the inside. They're huge arboretums. There's restaurants and like riverboat tours. No, really, riverboat tours through the hotel. Yeah, they also had like this giant train set that kind of snuck, snaked its way through the the trees and the weeds, and the it would go down through tunnels and come back out in other places. It, they had um, actors that did the like statue thing where they sit and are perfectly still. At one place, they had a mariachi band. On the other end, they had a piano bar, and they didn't interact with each other because the place is big enough. That it's fucking new place. Was it's one of those places that you just go on vacation to the hotel. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have no reason to actually leave. So we, I remember stumbling around and making that Mexican restaurant that was still open at like one thirty in the afternoon and getting more beer. <laughs> and uh, like nachos or something with queso. Nachos, but they it, weren't really nachos. They were like, like tortillas. Bread, with, yeah. Yeah. And the guy on the piano who was really good. He was really good. And we kept like uh, yelling out uh, requests and stuff. He hit most of them too. He, did, he could he play did, like, like some stuff on the piano. We were like, I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah, it was really good. Good times. Way back in the way back. Jeez. Yeah, back when he had the Rex. <laughs> yeah. So that was six years ago now, I guess. That's so weird. Yeah, you know, fun memory. Bad girlfriend at the time. Oh, well. I hear you. <laughs> but that's all solved now. Your girl seems awesome. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. She she drinks beer and plays Dota with you. What's up? Yeah, she's she's big into wine, so that's her thing. But she I like has... how she cusses out the opponents. <laughs> you fucking suck at this game! I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to turn my mic on one day. You're just gonna have to listen <laughs> to her play Dota. It can get bad, especially. Yeah, it can get bad, especially for <laughs> losing just by a little bit. She's like, "Oh, you fucking suck, you son of a bitch." <laughs> it's not as bad as Team Fortress Two. Oh really? Oh, she got bad during Team Fortress Two because that was what we used to play together with TF Two. Oh really? Yeah. Back when we were dating long distance, that was probably two nights a week. We would get up on Skype and play Team Fortress together and talk. So, yeah, but yeah, she uh, she gets very into it. Or like she's playing like Assassin's Creed or something. She's like cursing at the M- NPCs. They're not even real people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You been in any video games lately? Uh, no, but I did. The new King's Quest is coming out this month. Wow. It it looks amazing, and I've already pre-ordered it. Like, all the episodes, everything. I'm like, just waiting. <laughs> like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Like, I haven't looked this forward to a game since South Park. Which is still, if you haven't played South Park, you really got to play South Park. It's yeah, I need so to get into that. good. If you like, it's it's old enough now that if you watch on Steam, you can get it for like twelve bucks. So let's look. really, yeah, I've seen it like 
during the sales it'll it'll drop down pretty low. Yeah, the summer sale just happened, so I don't think they're gonna be putting anything crazy on. Uh, just gotta watch for the winter sale. That's where it's at. Yeah, what's up, man? Two years ago, the winter sale got me for like a hundred dollars. Oh, I know. I was it was such an awesome sale. Oh uh, yeah, I. Uh, I think it was two years ago. I bought every Star Wars game on Steam. I still only play like half of them. Because uh, that's what you do with the winter sales. You you buy all these games. You're like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna get to it. No, you never get. You to never it. do. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be loud. Sorry, guys. Um, no worries. Yeah, that's and then now GOG's doing big sales, and they they got me for a couple during their summer sale. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got some good stuff. Especially if you want something a bit older, like they had all the X wings and Tie Fighters for seven bucks. Not bad. I'm just here's the one thing that bugs me is I can't mm-hmm. use a controller on like X wing and Tie Fighter. Like there's something about the 360 controller that just doesn't jive. So I need to go find like a decent old school joystick and hope to god it works because those games kind of cool those games weren't used to looking for um usb right it was back when they had the big old serial port you plugged your joystick into wow you know, i so, don't even know i mean i, I want to say the x-wing was like 92 about. or something so no shit yeah i want to say that, yeah it was old school back on came on eight three and a quarter inch floppy disks that's such a weird thing to think of that was only what 15 20 years well 20 years is a long time i guess it is a long time um but it's just think about how far computer games have come since the 2000s you know like 2002 2003 what uh what like you know the old school, mm-hmm. like or like Hitman or you know those games that just they they were so mind blowing back then and now they'll run on just about anything. Yeah, you mean like an iPad? Yeah, like on almost anything. Oh yeah, I saw some people playing a uh, PlayStation Three games on their cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> seen that? What? That's incredible. I don't know. It's just weird. For a while, when I. Uh, I I used to get up pretty early when I was living in Tulsa and go to the gym, mm-hmm. and I rigged it up because I have a I have a hacked Android tablet. It Ooh. used to be it used to be an HP tablet that uh, that I got super cheap right. and got Android running on it. And I used to ha- and I got to where a PS3 controller would work on it, and so I would sit okay. there doing cardio playing you know mario kart and, <laughs> you know because you get all the emulators for you know snes and stuff for for android for like six for like six in the morning you're up there running on a treadmill playing yeah mario kart in a gym <laughs> hey, man, uh, I'm a- if that's not the future i don't know what is i mean come on now eventually you're gonna be able to put on your vr set while you run and you'll be able to run like anywhere Oh yeah, it's it's coming. Um, I worked with these guys that were working on doing uh, immersive three D three D 
So it wasn't a headset virtual reality, but it was it broadcasts the world around you. Hyper, uh, yeah, hyper definition. And you know, one of the things we we're talking about is like this would be great for like cycling classes in a gym. Could you imagine like, all right, now we're going to do the second stage of the Tour de France. Click a button, poof, and it starts classrooms. Like, yeah, or, that's yes. where the best place would be classrooms. Especially if you had a classroom and a hallway that allowed you to like walk down the hallway and it could change and you could walk into the classroom and each room would change allowing you to have kind of a augmented reality that'd be fun maybe fun did you see um what oculus rift is recommending that you have to play games like I remember, their minimum requirements i remember seeing it and thinking it wasn't that bad if you if you don't if you consider a gtx 970 not that bad uh i i I didn't look that it's closely. I saw the i5, and I was like, eh. Yeah, but it's an i5 uh, 40, or 4690. It's like, you know, the the baddest i5 there is. And you need the Z97. You'll need the L90, or, yeah, Z97 process motherboard and stuff. It's like, it's a real, it's going to require some real rig. Like, real, you're looking at least a $1,000 gaming rig. You need a, you need about a 250 to $300 Video card, depending on who you get it from. Yeah, mine's two hundred, so I might be able to do it. Especially if I well, you're gonna duels. SLI that one, yeah, or Crossfire, whatever you're gonna do. Crossfire? Yes, Crossfire, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna Crossfire yours, you know, so you'll be straight. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see it. I back this, back this Kickstarter. It's this, uh, it's called Steam Puff. Okay. Uh, it's from this animation studio in Tulsa. I know one of the guys who's, um, who's doing it. And he said they've already figured out a uh, a VR thing for some of the episodes, or like a VR experience for it. Fun. Yeah, I'll uh, here. I'll send it to you. So much dead hair. Ooh. Oh my bad. <laughs> well, um, blah 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 blah. What are we? What's it about? What's the actual like steam puff? Like, what are they doing? Uh, it's this sort of fun, it looks more, you know, geared towards kids, but it's this really cool animated steampunk adventure. I love the steampunk universe. And what's the other punk universe that's Cyberpunk? more realistic? No, it's, it's like steampunk, but it's a little more realistic. I don't know, is it just a variant of steampunk? It's a variant of steampunk, but it's where you're part of the working class instead of the upper class. Uh, and you get to see how the machinery works. I can't remember what they call it. Nice. Anyway, it's fun. I like that universe. If I had the, you know, if I had unlimited cash, I'd be one of those eccentric rich people that would have like cosplay outfits. Oh yeah. One of them would be a steampunk cosplay. I think that'd be cool. Uh yeah. I I would like to get into the cosplay a bit more. I think it'd be fun. Get all dressed. I've been doing enough cons, you know, too. So I, I think I, I, I can start branching out a little bit, getting out of my comfort zone. But some of those costumes, you know, that I've seen, I'm like, how do you get them there? Did you ship them separately? Because some of these things are huge. You know, they're like 10 feet tall. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> like some of the mechs and some yeah. of the cardboard contraptions that some of those people build? Mm -hmm. I have no idea how they do it. They got to ship them in pieces or drive them there. I don't know, because it looks so delicate. It's like, oh, how bad would you, how upset would you be if somebody sat on the helmet? 
Oh yeah, some of those people, man, spend hours, hours and hours. It like, looks like they spend, yeah, like that's what they, they do. They, that's their <laughs> hobby is, is, is cosplay. Yeah, it's making it just a little bit better, a little more realistic. Some of them are unbelievable. And then some of them are just naked, which I appreciate. It's like, <laughs> I like your cosplay. You didn't do anything. Like the less you put on, the better. Oh, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con starts in two days, and it's killing me I'm here and not I there. Know. It's so bad because, you know, I follow that kind of stuff on Twitter, so it's just ramping up and ramping up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and me being me, I'm still, like, reading all the updates on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna start hurting less, right? <laughs> That's the theory, no. anyway. No, it won't start hurting less until you start getting excited about the possibility of purchasing tickets for next year's. Well, That's next, when you'll feel better. Next year, it. This is, honest to God, one of the reasons I'm doing this whole story thing with you is we're going on fucking pro badges. I'm not going to that fucking, you uh, you know, open sale anymore. I'll, I will if I have to, but I'm done. I'm done with that shit. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Calm down. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I know. I know. I. It was just because uh, so we talked like early, early in the podcast about the awesome apartment I had gotten. You know, it was like a little mile away. It's like, <laughs> You're still salty. <laughs> I'm still, still salty. salty. I have unresolved <laughs> issues about this. We've been doing this podcast for almost, you know, like six months now, and we're still talking about, like, the first episode. <laughs> Come on, this uh, third. Whatever. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to go back and listen to, like, the original ones and be like, oh, wow, we were terrible. <laughs> I think we'll come back and listen to like this one and still think we were terrible. Hey, the last, I don't know. I don't know. I think it feels like since about episode 15 or so, we've just hit new strides with the podcast. Yeah, I think everything's getting a little better. Because some podcasts will be like really in-depth with like news and other shit and other times they're just bullshit and they seem to flow pretty well. And sometimes we go from really happy to really sad and depressing to really happy again and just really weird that is true. That is true. But you'll end up asking me questions that answer. I'm like, well, that's not what we were talking about. But yeah, maybe that's what we need to do is like get find all the rabbit, find all the questions that we rabbit trailed from, and then bring them back up so we can discuss them in earnest. We should start a second podcast for the Patreon listeners. Where we go back and we kind of like re-listen to like our old podcast and then then discuss it. Oh, you know, just like a thirty-minute, just kind of me and you, just like I wanted to clarify what I actually meant here. And I also think this is like a a lot more of an in-depth response to this gay marriage thing. Or this is you know. And also, you know. you're an asshole. But you know, moving on. Right, right. <laughs> I think we should just do that with you know. Once we get the Patreon and we can quit our jobs like we've been talking about, we can move on with being rich and famous podcasters. To be the first ones. Well, I, I don't know about that. Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan seem to be doing okay. Yeah, but don't they have other jobs? Right, but I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan has uh, 12 to 15 million listeners an episode. Wow. His sponsorships have got to be worth some change. Oh, yeah, if your audience is that big an episode. I mean, what would you think would be realistic? 20 grand? 
I'd, I'd have to hear the spots and stuff and who's doing it, but, you know, probably like 10000 a minute. What? No. Well, oh, one. you mean for uh, for the... Yeah, for the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, like, his podcast isn't worth it. I was like, he's not making ten grand a minute for the whole podcast. It's <laughs> no, no, three-hour no, no. podcast. No, no wonder they're so long. I like his model. Maybe we should adopt it. <laughs> <laughs> you see that uh, Amazon's going to start paying people who use the lending library, so you can set your book up to be a part of the lending library on Kindle. That they're going to read. Uh, they're going to pay you per page that people read, and not. Just per download. Oh, why would that be? Why would, what? That doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't the whole story be? Well, no. Well, it it uh, encourages higher production content than someone mm. who just downloads a book and says, "Oh, this is terrible," and puts it back up. I see. I see. So if it's super high quality, like my stuff's gonna be, our stuff's gonna be. Hell yeah, our stuff's gonna be. <laughs> Well, I hate to do it, but I think we're having a meltdown at the house. I'm going to have to call it a night, dude. All righty, man. Emergency text messages from the girlfriend. Fantastic. Well, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again to coming to the 42 podcast. Bye. <laughs>